Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Mudu Sudakar. Mudu Sudakar is a successful entrepreneur, executive, and investor. Mudu has deep product, technology, and go-to-market experience, plus knowledge on enterprise markets including cloud, SaaS, AI and machine learning, IoT, cybersecurity, big data storage, and semiconductors. Mudu brings strong operating experience with startups as the CEO of Caspita, Setas, Kazion, Sanera, and Rio Design, and senior executive roles in public companies such as ServiceNow, Splunk, VMware, and EMC. Sudakar holds a PhD and Master of Science in Computer Science from the University of California, Los Angeles, and a Bachelor of Science in Electronics and Communications Engineering from the Indian Institute of Technology, Madras. He is widely published in industry journals and conference proceedings and owns more than 40 patents. Well, good afternoon, Mudu. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. And thanks for jumping on. Like I said, the, 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 the thing that juices me every day is meeting new people. And sometimes, especially with COVID or especially with a podcast, right, or, or around the world, you don't get to physically meet somebody, but virtually is just as good in my eyes. So thanks again for joining. So, Mudu, we're going to jump into the questions. You've got quite the background as an entrepreneur, investor, and executive. You're also the co-founder and CEO of iSera. Could you share with our audience what drives you and what has contributed to your success? Oh, uh, very good question, Brian. First, uh, again, thank you for having me here. Um, I'll give you a little bit story of how iSera got started. Like, um, I was at ServiceNow. I left ServiceNow in 2017 to start um, iSera. It was me along with few investors, such as Ram Shriram, uh, who is on the board of Google, and along with uh, Winky, who is at the board at Menlo Ventures, uh, John Callahan from True. We all got together, and um, the genesis behind ICERA is, can we do something to improve the life of our lives of customer service agents, right? Contact centers, call center people. Uh, if you look at the entire world, there are millions of people. I mean, there's a study that I remember recalling like somewhere between 30 to 40 million people are in the contact center job worldwide. And yet, many of these people are getting uh, what you call, if you look at their lively wages, etc., they probably get on the average, what, $5 an hour or even lower or a little bit higher than five, maybe. Uh, that is not what life should be, right? The goal is, can we use technology? Again, I'll get into the pieces of technology. Technology could be cloud, SaaS, machine learning, AI, right? Artificial intelligence to natural language processing. How can we use all these technologies to see if we can make customer service almost like a self-service so that we can use humans to do more intellectually challenging, high, um, higher value items so that they can also move up in society and life. And that was the goal in which what drives me to do the ICERA. Even if I'm reasonably successful, with five ten percent, it's going to make changes of thousands of people and millions of people worldwide, right? And that's kind of the genesis behind ISRA. And since then, look, we have now close to sixty-five to seventy million users on our platform worldwide. Our customers are pretty much well-known brands like, as you said, Zoom, Autodesk, McAfee, and we hold. We have partners like Microsoft, so Salesforce. So what we are trying to do is, can we automate customer service? to the point uh, the users can get their questions answered, their workflows are answered. Workflows could be their IT workflows, customer workflows, uh, right? And enterprise workflows. And in the essence, 
the humans are used only when things are very complex, something AI and software cannot do. And the more we keep investing on this, we are at a point we are able to do 70-80% of requests, complex to simple to repeat to, ISRA is able to handle it. That's kind of the genesis what drives me every day and say, look, this is a journey. I would say this is a 10-year journey. I'm only three and a half years into the company, right? Uh, this kind of project will take at least a decade, 10 years. So we have a long way to go. And we probably would say, what, chapter one, chapter two, uh, if you like the boxing analogy, we are in like innings one. We have nine more innings to go. Awesome. I love that. And the fact that, you know, I've, I've written a lot about this on some tier top tier publications around the customer experience and the customer service piece of it that we still can't get right. And, and I think you're right. We can augment that with some technology and, and actually uh, put humans to those higher level uh, functions, right? Things that require more human interaction, more personable um, with that level of EQ, right? So thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. So, so Mudu, we're going to jump into this question about the pandemic, right? We are slowly emerging from this pandemic, but maybe you can tell us what your plans for business growth will be and will it be any different than the time we had during the lockdown? No, I think uh, definitely if you see it, the economy is in one of the best times across the world, right? Um, uh, whether it's in US, Europe, Asia, um, it is going through an economic boom. Um, even though we went through pandemic, uh, stock market doubled, uh, many businesses have thrived in the new some businesses did get impacted, uh, but overall, if you look at both the uh, Main Street and Wall Street, the both have been doing very well. Um, this close to trillions of dollars went into the capital. Um, this is almost like the other day I was reading a report that like six trillion dollars have been pumped in by the federal governments just across U.S. and a few other countries, right? So that capital has to be put in use. So I think what you're going to see is a lot of growth with whatever is already invested. And uh, and the growth will come across the board, right? You are going to see a new normal. People are going to be in hybrid environments. Uh, you and us may be still working from home some days. Some days we may go to work. Um, but what's going to be important, important is customers will expect new type of normal. It won't be the same normal before COVID, right? We will be still using the Zoom, right? Uh, before uh, pandemic, I used to always travel for customer meetings or uh, customer presentations or for an important meeting to close the deals. We all learn how to uh, win customers through the Zoom, right? So this will create a new environment where you have seen platforms like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, Slack. They're like new platforms are really enabling us to work efficiently. And that whole thing will change the user experience. So users are demanding these platforms. I call them, this is where the users are hanging around. This is your happy hours. Happy hour of users are in these platforms. So what will happen is you'll see new services like ISRA will be delivered to help users so that they can do their job efficiently because I'm sure sitting in Zoom for so many hours, that's also get mundane, right? That creates their own challenges. So how do you make it efficient that users are not going through their challenges, but at the same time, can their job done efficiently? So I see a lot of new opportunities in this uh, new age post-pandemic. Thank you for sharing. I, I appreciate that. And everybody's got a unique story around uh, what they did during the pandemic and how they're recovering and how they're going to uh, continue their business growth going forward. So thank you. And Mudu, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. Anything you might be able to share, maybe something today? Yeah, look, I think if you look at our technology, what goes underneath our technologies, you know, a lot of AI, right? We've developed our own natural language processing. We call it unsupervised AI. 
we developed our own natural language understanding. How do you derive um, uh, the intents, the utterances, the meaning? How do you interpret the user question file? So think of like an Alexa and a Google Home. We call it a conversational AI. How do I understand what Brian is asking, right? As a human, I understand your question and reply to it. Can I get my AI to understand Brian, your questions, and reply to you, right? How accurate is going to be? Uh, is it only 50-50%? Is it 70% accuracy? Then can it only reply to you? Can it actually do your job, right? Can it go perform an action on your behalf? Can it perform a, a task? Can it complete a work item for you, right? So that whole thing is called AI-driven workflows. Some people call them conversational RPA. Can we apply robotic process automation? Can we create these bots which are intelligent to perform that? So we built all of that track. And we also want to automate from where we started, which is the call center, contact center agents, right? Can we make this an agent assist to auto resolution? How much are auto, think of like an autonomous car for customer service support and IT help desk, right? We are seeing within our lifetime, either from Tesla or other companies, the cars will be driverless. If cars can be driverless, there's no reason cloud and SaaS software cannot be, right? The SaaS companies are invented 20 years back, driven around a human being, uh, created around an administrator. Now you see everything is through driven through an end user. It's all about user behavior, user experience. I need to understand what Brian's sentiment is. When are you happy, not happy? Understand your preferences and able to deliver your needs. The more the AI listens to you, the more it can learn from you. Anytime, that's going to be better than anytime you throw a, a, a human capital to solve that problem. Because humans are not designed to be nonlinear. This is where the AI and algorithms and cloud can help us to be a lot more like a tool. We still want humans to do what we do best, right? Yep. But this way, technology has to be leveraged to our advantage. Absolutely. And you're right. I th like I said, we, we talked about this just a few minutes ago, but the technology is at a place now, such as, as they call this industry 4.0, is at a, a place now that we can truly see the fruits of the labor from artificial intelligence and how it's truly augmenting um, the way humans uh, perform in business and assist assist customers and assist human beings. So thank you so much. And Mudu, last question. Um, just want to ask you something, if you could share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those people looking to grow their career in technology or entrepreneurship. I mean, no, I don't know if I'm qualified to it. I'm sure there are much more smarter people than me to share. Look, I think uh, what are the two cents I can share on that is, look, uh, at the end of the day, there is nothing short circuit for not able to grow. Anybody can grow to any level. Anybody can do anything. You got to put your mind to it. You should have the perseverance, determination. Um, if you believe in something, stay with it, right? Um, some of these projects take months, years to come. So you can't not invest full time onto it. And when you invest it, you just have to go full all in in this. So these kind of things, you will succeed in life. It's like the poker game, right? I mean, you go all in, you invest everything. And when you take enough of that and take enough risk, there'll be reward. But you don't want to do it for the reward sake. you got to put your passion, energy without looking for the end goal. It's a journey that you got to do it in a way that drives and the, and the journeys are never going to be straight line. There'll be ups and downs. There'll be things that go to the sideways. But the key is to don't give up, stick to it, continue to learn from it, 
uh, every company that I've done, I learn new things. Uh, I've done probably more mistakes than anybody else who is listening to your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to be get good at it, but keep learning, keep modifying it. Life always evolves, right? Life is an evolution. So we keep evolving it, get better at it, but keep driving and innovate. I love that. And thank you. You're, you're absolutely right. It's the journey that's really most important. It's not necessarily that, that reward. I think the reward is a byproduct. And a lot of people that are starting out their career, you know, think that, gosh, you need to go after the reward, but really it is the journey. So thank you for sharing. And Mudu, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Brian, thank you for having me and great questions. I hope um, I did a good job for you. Bye for now. Bye for now.